the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. America is seeing red. Less Democrats have a major course correction in the White House and Congress. It's going to be the same DEFCON rating next year for the midterm elections. The White House blames the delay of Build Back Better for Republican momentum. I think we should have, should have passed before Election Day. But I'm not sure that I would be able to have changed the number of very conservative folks who turned out in the red districts who were Trump voters. But maybe, maybe. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Thursday, November 4th. I'm Rich Thomason. The Virginia governor's race has energized the Republican Party, along with GOP election victories across the country. University of Virginia political analyst Larry Sabato says President Biden and the Democrats had better step up their game if they want to fend off a 2022 midterm disaster for their party. A lot of things could happen that would help Democrats, but if the landscape looks anything like what we see today, then the Democrats will lose the House, the Democrats will lose the Senate, the Democrats will lose a lot of key governorships, the Democrats will lose a lot of state legislatures, and that's all she wrote. While Virginia Governor-elect Glenn Youngkin's campaign received Donald Trump's backing, Youngkin's tactics suggest a blueprint for Republicans running in blue or swing states. There was not a single picture of Youngkin and Trump together. There was no video of Youngkin and Trump together. There was uh, no association that would make Youngkin take responsibility for whatever outrageous things Trump was saying on a particular day. And that's what Republicans have to do in 2022. Political science professor James Thurber says Youngkin's message resonated across the board in the GOP. As a newcomer, he did phenomenally well uh, in uh, bringing in the moderate and independent Virginians, especially in the northern suburbs, uh, better than uh, previous candidates, and also uh, bringing in the Trumpian uh, supporters. Thurber says for the American electorate, it's personal. Voters were paying attention to the issues that were hitting them directly. 18 months of schools being shut down, the price of gasoline going up, uh, inflation happening, nothing really happening that they could see on Capitol Hill. It was gridlock. All of that made a difference in this race. Daybreak Insider's Bernie Bennett says education looms large as an issue for Republicans ahead of next year's midterms. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy and Republican Conference Chair Elise Stefanik hosted an education roundtable to respond to, quote, Democrats nationalize education. They held a Capitol Hill news conference afterwards. Leader McCarthy on Governor-elect Glenn Youngkin's successful campaign strategy. He listened to those in Virginia. Didn't matter if you were a Republican Democrat. He didn't take political consultants' advice like Terry McAuliffe. He took parents' advice. Louisiana Republican Julia Letlow says Democrats have it wrong. Parents should not have a curriculum forced on their children or fear indoctrination by a federal agenda. 
President Biden says Democrat setbacks underscore the party needs to produce for the American people, but he rejects the notion that the results reflected on his presidency. Despite resistance, even in his own party, Biden stands firm on his borrow-and-spend agenda, saying it will solve all of America's problems. People are upset and uncertain about a lot of things, from COVID to school to jobs to a whole range of things and the cost of the, the, a gallon of gasoline. And so if I'm able to pass signing the law, my Build Back Better initiative, I'm in a position where you're going to see a lot of those things ameliorated quickly and swiftly. Daybreak Insider's Bernie Bennett tells us that House Republicans are zeroing in on vulnerable Democrats in next year's midterms after tasting the thrill of victory in Virginia. NRCC Chairman Tom Emmer of Minnesota says, quote, Voters are rejecting Democrat policies that have caused massive price increases, opened our borders, and spurred a nationwide crime wave. In a cycle like this, no Democrat is safe. The campaign arm for Democrats in a statement said Republicans should not be so confident that the Virginia defeat is a precursor to Republicans winning back the House. Florida proposing new election laws aimed at fighting voter fraud. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis said Wednesday he plans to create a law enforcement agency to investigate election crimes. Speaking at an event in West Palm Beach, the Republican governor announced a series of state election law proposals for state lawmakers to take up during the 2022 legislative session. Proposals include new restrictions on ballot drop boxes and strengthened penalties for ballot harvesting, which is the collection of completed ballots by a third party. DeSantis is up for re-election in 2022, and he could be a GOP presidential candidate in 2024. I'm Mike Gracia. An independent Pentagon review concludes the U.S. drone strike that killed innocent civilians, including children in Kabul, Afghanistan, during the closing days of the Afghan war. Not a case of misconduct or negligence. Air Force Inspector General Sami Saeed says those who carried out the strike were following what they thought to be credible intelligence of an imminent threat. Regrettably, the interpretation or the correlation of the intelligence to what was being uh, perceived at the time in real time uh, was inaccurate. Uh, In fact, the vehicle, its occupant and contents did not pose any risk to, uh, to U.S. forces. While no disciplinary or criminal charges are planned, the strike was not completely by the book. The investigation found no violation of law, including the law of war. Uh, did find execution errors confirmed by confirma- or uh, combined with confirmation bias and communication break- breakdowns that regrettably led to civilian casualties. The Federal Reserve plans to begin scaling back economic stimulus it has provided since the pandemic last year. In a statement following its latest policy meeting, the Fed says it will start reducing its monthly bond purchases in the coming weeks. The central bank plans to trim the amount by $15 billion a month from the current $120 billion. However, that pace could change. The move is a response to high inflation that now looks likely to persist longer than it did just a few months ago. The bond purchases have been intended to hold down long-term interest rates to encourage borrowing and spending, but with the economy now recovering, that's no longer needed. Ben Thomas, Washington. And Fed Chair Jerome Powell is optimistic the economy is on the mend. The inflation that we're seeing is really not due to a tight labor market. It's due to 
bottlenecks, and it's due to shortages, and it's due to very strong demand meeting those. He says raging inflation largely reflects factors that he expects to be transitory. Our baseline expectation is that supply bottlenecks and shortages will persist well into next year, and elevated inflation as well. And that as the pandemic subsides, supply chain bottlenecks will abate and job growth will move back up. And as that happens, inflation will decline from today's elevated levels. Correspondent Ben Thomas says the services sector of the U.S. economy expanded at a record clip last month. The Institute for Supply Management Survey of Service Industries jumped to a reading of 66.7 in October. Business activity, new orders, and supplier deliveries all surpassed previous records, and as supply chain problems and labor shortages persisted, the backlog of orders also hit a record. Businesses have also had trouble stocking up on goods, with the inventories index declining for a fifth straight month. These problems, along with strong demand, have led to higher prices for just about everything, and the prices index rose to its highest reading since 2005. Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers, sidelined by the NFL's COVID-19 rules, will miss Sunday's game in Kansas City against the Chiefs. Coach Matt LaFleur was asked more than once if the reigning NFL Most Valuable Player has been vaccinated. You guys are trying to, in a roundabout way, trying to get me to answer whether or not a guy is vaccinated or unvaccinated, and I'm not going to... I'm not going there. Backup Jordan Love will start at quarterback Sunday. LaFleur didn't speculate on how long Rodgers might be out. Back in August, Aaron Rodgers was asked if he had been vaccinated. Yeah, I've been immunized. He added there's a lot of conversation around it. There's guys on the team that haven't been vaccinated. Uh, I think it's a personal decision. I'm not going to judge those guys. Green Bay has won seven in a row and has a big lead on top of the NFC North. I'm Ed Donahue. Correspondent Julie Walker reports the new COVID vaccine for school-age kids approved. Parents are making appointments. With the federal government promising enough vaccine to protect the nation's 28 million children ages 5 to 11, pediatricians' offices, pharmacies, hospitals, schools, and health clinics are gearing up to begin the free shots after they received final okay from the CDC. Dr. James Rosolovic with Texas Children's Hospital says after months of treating youngsters who were quite ill with COVID-19, the new vaccine is cause for hope. There's a light at the end of the tunnel now, and that should be reassuring. This is hope for families that want to get back to a sense of normalcy, enjoy the holiday season, and looking and are looking forward to 2022. And finally this morning, a city council election. The votes were tabulated by computer in Portland, Maine, resulted in a tie. The winner will now be decided by a random drawing. The at-large seat between candidates Roberto Rodriguez and Brandon Mazur will come down to lots drawn in front of Portland City Hall. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider podcast at Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at SRNNews.com and TownHall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. Join us again tomorrow. I'm Rich Thomason. Three-star 
General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.